Are you looking to purchase a new vehicle with that tax return this year? Hey, it sounds like you need to make a quick stop to Toys and Ford. From the moment you step into their showroom, you're more than just a customer. You're an honored guest. Toys and Ford's only aim is to serve your needs to the fullest, and the team at Toys and Ford will go the extra mile to provide you with compelling options for new and used vehicle shopping. Purchasing a vehicle? It can be a big decision, and Toys and Ford knows that. So make it easier with the help from Toys and Ford. Who doesn't love Hy-Vee? Once you walk in the store, you're in for quite the shopping experience. So grab yourself a coffee and check out everything Hy-Vee has to offer. From their top-of-the-line produce section, A-plus bakery, a deli department that includes so many different cheeses you didn't even know existed, a superb meat department, and even shoes, plus the best wine and spirits department in the area. And once you're done shopping or need to grab a bite to eat, they have many different options in their food court, including the popular Wahlburgers. Experience the Hy-Vee experience yourself today. friends you've now entered the man cave podcast unplugged and unfiltered this is a podcast where the topics are mostly about sports but sometimes we mix in some other items like is bigfoot real who is the best batman you're guided through each episode by a man who's the man for his time and place dan casper so welcome to the man cave and stick around for a while you're gonna like it here Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Podcast, brought to you by our good friends from Hy-V and Toys and Ford. I'm Dan Casper, your host for every episode of the Man Cave Podcast. So, thanks for stopping on by and uh, checking us out. If this is your first time, welcome aboard. If you are a regular, well, appreciate it as always for you stopping by. Uh, we're going to talk some golf in this uh, in this podcast. A couple, a question I've gotten a lot lately from some people has been how did you get into golf like uh what's i guess maybe what's your story kind of sort of thing so i'm like you know what i guess i'll tell it in a podcast form make it easy like that right so that's what i'm gonna do but you know how we are doing things now we're starting things off with a little icebreaker to open up the uh the podcast if you guys got like a creative or better name for for this instead of icebreaker i'm all about it because I'm not sold on that name. Um, I kind of want something creative, something different. So if any of you are that creative, let me know, okay? But, you know, since we're we're talking golf and that, uh, the icebreaker, it, it's pretty it's a pretty easy one. What would be my dream course to, to go visit and play? Augusta National, hands down. So it's that's the bucket list. Number two would be the old course St. Andrews uh over over across the pond there so those are my top two it's augusta national hell i don't even have to play it if i could just go there and walk it when it's in like peak condition i'd be happier than a clam for that augusta national the masters st andrews the old course top two and it's not even close everybody else is behind it so but let's uh so yeah again I don't know if this is just because it's it's Masters time. We're recording this. The first round of Masters is going on, and 
And the Masters is one of my favorite uh, times of the sports calendar. Uh, I, I enjoy watching it. Um, you know, getting. I almost feel like I get more excited to the to the lead up of of the Masters, and then once it starts, it's like, eh, just you know, kind of watching some golf there and there, and you know, Sunday and and all that fun stuff. But I almost feel like I like the. I really get into the lead up before they even uh, hit the course and start golfing. But uh, anyways, you know, something a couple people, a few people have asked. Uh, the last few days here has been, um, you know, why were you or how did you get into golf? And for that, we got to gotta go back to like the mid-90s would probably be, I don't know the exact year. But I know I was still in Little League. I was playing for the Whittlesea Reds. And it was my aunt, my Aunt Kath, that kind of started started playing golf with some, with some co-workers. And, uh... It's like, okay, you know, that's whatever. I was in Little League. That was my and big into basketball and such. But So I started to play a little bit of that, started to get into that a little bit, started to take uh, those, like it was, a, I think it was every Tuesday morning. Maybe it was twice a week. I can't remember. I know it was like Tuesdays for sure, maybe. Where I grew up, Metford, Wisconsin, there was two golf courses, Black River and T-High, but they had like junior lessons at, at T-High, which was, the easier course, it's like right in the city. It's like a city block and such. It's a smaller course, nine hole uh, course there. But you know, I remember, I remember my first gloves. I think we bought them the night before. They were Kmart specials. Like, does Northwestern sound familiar or something like that? I mean, it was like the night before, and it's like we signed up for junior lessons, and then next day, there you go. So really raw in this whole thing. You know, went uh I think I went golfing with my even though my aunt kinda got me into it, I think I only went with her once with with a couple of coworkers and such. But uh she was the one who first kinda got into it. Then, you know, cause she did. So when I kinda got a little bit into it, I was still playing baseball. But then I started to enjoy it a little bit more, started to enjoy golf a little bit more than I think, you know, Tiger. Tiger Woods really started to come on the scene, and and at that point he, you know, I, I've said this many times before, he made it cool to golf. Like he he made it like it was like, oh yeah, that's that guy's got some swag, he's got some confidence, he's making it cool. I mean, because when you're a kid, you're all about trying to be cool. You're all about trying to, you know, like you don't want to. I don't know. It's just we've all been through that stage at some point in time when we were younger, right? You're all trying to be cool and such. So. Uh, having Tiger, you know, be like that. Oh wow, that's a guy like that, and he's playing golf, and he's really freaking good at it. Yeah, you know, Nike and all that sort of stuff. So, started the transition where I wanted to stop playing baseball. I wanted to stop playing little league, and I wanted to do more golf in that. You know, did the junior lessons and such, and but didn't have a lot of money. I mean, greens fees aren't the cheapest thing in the world, right? Uh, so, didn't really go to, you know middle school or to be elementary middle school all the way up to right up until high school i had really only played one course my whole life and it was t high this you know and i'm not knocking t high it was great for a younger golfer or golfers on a budget or for a quick nine it was it was awesome that's where i grew up i mean from like it's one of the places I grew up but from like elementary middle school all the way up until high school you know that's that's where I spent a lot of time at and um 
So, but really, that was the only course. That, you know, the other one, Black River, I didn't play it until high school in one of my first high school tournaments. It was in the town I grew up on, but, you know, I didn't have any transportation to get there. It was a little bit outside town, not a whole lot, but just enough where I couldn't walk. I could walk to T-High with my, you know, golf cart and such, pulling it behind, pull behind cart. But, you know, started to do those junior lessons. I thought I was pretty decent. I thought I was an okay golfer. Signed up to play freshman year in high school i'm thinking okay i'm you know maybe need to upgrade the clubs a little bit so what do i do i go to marshfield wisconsin go with the fleet farm and get a complete set because the set i had wasn't even the complete set it was like one of those sets where you got the you got the driver you got the three wood you got the five wood then it was like three five seven nine that and, and a putter and so like spent some big bucks then you know getting the i can't even tell you what the brand was at fleet farm but then it was like hey driver um you know three wood five wood three four five six seven eight nine and then a pitching wedge and a putter but i remember too like you know growing up in medford and you know we had the kmart and just kind of going through the golf aisle and you just like they'd have random clubs for sale and that's how kind of how i filled out the rest of my club's first and second set you know i don't have a sandwich all right gonna go to kmart and they, don't let, they got a dunlop sandwich for crying out loud so that's kind of you know doing it that way but anyways i can you know remember all right freshman year first practice i remember this and and i don't know if my uh, high school coach is going to be listening to this but um i remember freshman year my f- very first practice and i'm thinking i'm doing okay you know, I'm thinking I got some confidence. I know how to chip. I know how to do this, you know, and we're in the gym in the elementary school because it's Wisconsin and it's, you know, courses aren't open yet by the time practice is there and, and that sort of thing. But, um, and I remember we had these, you know, these little turfs and there was these big boxes at the other end. So we were working on chipping and chipping the balls into those boxes. And, um, I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm getting, you know, I'm hitting the box, or a couple of them are going in. I'm feeling good in that, and and I just remember Coach, Coach V, and he might be listening right now. So, but I remember him, you know, kind of coming over. He said, whoa, 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 you know, my approach was all wrong. I wasn't following through. I was like, I was chipping, and you know, I was kind of going backwards after I'd chip. I wasn't like going following through. I was moving quite a bit, and I just remember, you know, like. He had a, a big cage set up for for driver, you know, to hit the driver or tee off or something like that, and I thought it was good, but I was I didn't have the proper form, I didn't have the proper swing, and I remember going outside and hitting six irons and thinking, yeah, I'm kind of decent, you know, I'm I'm getting it there and that sort of thing, but again, the form it wasn't swinging that wasn't right, and uh, to this day I I kind of look back at that it was like I was broken down, and I was like okay tearing you down gonna build it back up or try to build it up because i'll tell you those first two years of, of high school golf there was a struggle it was tough anybody who hasn't played high school golf and it it could be different now or depending on where you're from but for example for when i was playing you know we had like 30 some kids sign up five for varsity five for jv and that was it. You know, once in a while you go to a tournament, mostly some of your home ones. 
you could expand it and have a couple more JV teams or like what we did, you know, varsity and JV would go play at Black River. The rest would, would have a tournament at T-High or something like that. And I just, I'll just say I didn't play a whole lot. You know, I played maybe a tournament or two my freshman and sophomore year. And it stunk. You know, it, it, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it stunk. I wasn't wasn't good. I didn't think I was going to, you know, like, think of what, what am I doing here? All right, yeah, it's free golf, free golf rounds for practice and such. But, you know, it was a struggle. And I remember the first time I played Black River, I, might, I think it was a freshman. And it was a, it was a course in my own town, but that was the first time I had ever played it. I've never told anybody that. But that was the first time I ever played Black River was a, was a tournament in my freshman year, you know, it was like it was a home one, but the home ones you could add a couple of extra teams just to get kids to play in a tournament. And that was the first time I ever played it. And I stunk. I mean, I was bad. I was god-awful. It was awful. And I just remember being so frustrated, so frustrated. I just I couldn't figure out what was going on my, my freshman and sophomore year. And I remember that uh, that summer... I remember that summer that um, I actually called Coach up. Uh, I called him up because he had offered to, at, what, at one point, you know, kind of help out once in a while in the summer. And my main thing was, like, I just I stunk at driving, like the, the, the driver. I just I, I had an awful slice, and nothing was just working right. And I remember going to the driving range, working on a driving range with him, and and I remember he switched up my grip and such. And I I remember later that day because I was actually uh, it was my great grandma's funeral, and uh, I just remember my hands hurt so much, like because he, you know, had me change my grip to for the driver, and it hurt so bad afterwards. Like it was like a, like a constant cramp in there. But I mean, I remember that went. I mean, even that winter. Um, you know, fall in that, I would be in the backyard. There's, I can picture it to this day, big old divot where I would just take practice swings. Once in a while, I'd throw a wiffle ball, like a golf wiffle ball in there, but I would just swing and swing. And I had this weighted club, you know, it was an actual full-size club, but it was weighted. And I would just sit there and swing that and swing it and try to build muscle memory. I had one of those things where you stake down, it has a ball hanging from a chain or something, and hitting that. There was a little bit of snow. I'd pretend it was like a bunker. I mean, I was doing it in the winter. I was shoveling out areas, and I was, you know, doing it in the fall and, and, and early spring and, and all that. Just I was, I wanted to get better, and I wanted to figure out what was, what was going on. So heading into junior year, I, uh, you know, I was struggling again to, to begin the year. I just didn't know what to do, and uh, I remember a lot of times too to figure out your your golfers that are going to go to the next tournament. You're playing around the day before, and for the most part, you know top scores go, or you know it's your regular guys, and maybe if there's a couple spots open, you're you're going to go. And uh, I remember, and I didn't have a great round. You know, it wasn't my worst one, but I just remember I, you know, and uh, I don't know, like I'm not going to, you know won't go too much into it but remember at the end and we're all there at the clubhouse and you know i'm kind of a little down because i think i did that well and and uh coach is announcing the 10 who are going five rc five jv right and the last name called was my name 
And I'm like, what? Yeah. And and the tournament and the tournament was in Mozanie uh, the next day. And remember, I I hadn't really played at any other golf course besides at that point T High and and Medford. Okay, uh, T High and Black River and Medford. I'm like, what? You know, and you know, let's just say, uh, there was kind of an issue with another golfer on our team. You know, he wasn't elected to go or didn't wasn't selected to go, so it opened up another spot, which was me. And I'm like, okay, so my first round, I guess for high school career, like a, a legit one, wasn't until my my junior year. And if you haven't played uh, Indian Head in Mozanie, it's right next to the airport and such. And I will remember this; it was in the first hole, it was first hole or second hole, putting, and you can hear this like loud noise coming at you. And what the hell is that? And, you know, turn around. Well, planes are. Landing and taking off over there. So, uh, but I remember, you know, getting the round through. I think I shot like fifty something after nine. You know, through nine holes because a lot of them during the week it's only nine holes. But I wasn't the worst one on the team. I wasn't the worst one. That was like that was like my worst fear. Was like I just don't want to be the last one. I don't want to be the last one because it's kind of like maybe related to like minor league baseball players getting called up. You know, sent back down and such. And I wasn't the last one. I didn't finish last on my own team. I didn't win a medal or anything like that. But I'm like, I I made it. Like I I, I was I, I, junior senior year. I was I was golfing and and it was like a turning point. It's like okay, so yeah. I don't remember what the second or third tournament was, but it was that year. It might have been like it might, this might have been no. It would have been like the third tournament. Whatever. It was still early part of the season. We went, we went to Tomahawk. Inshallah, up there, for anybody who might know that. And uh, I thought I had a decent round, you know, going up there. Again, my junior year, this was my first time going to these courses and that sort of thing. And uh, when you when you do a tournament, you go in and, you know, you turn your card in and they got, like, the boards up and they'll write the scores in with the cards. And, you know, I was one of the bottom ones in there. So, you know, going in and such. And, uh, and uh I remember turning my card in. I was like, okay, I thought I did okay, you know, inshallah. I was pretty happy with my round and not really expecting anything. Depending on the tournament, you know, maybe a couple medal for varsity and JV. Maybe it's top five. Some were like top ten or something like that. And, I mean, you have like some of these four, five, six schools in it. And put mine up there and I'm and, uh, just kind of watching their scores. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm still up there. I'm still up there. Still up there, you know, up top five and that. And ultimately, when they put, like, the places on there, I can't remember. I think it was fourth. I think it was fourth or something like that. But I had the fourth highest score for, for JV there, and I was like, got a medal. And I thought that was, like, it was it was freaking awesome. It was so freaking awesome. I was so proud. I just wanted to get home and, and tell my aunt about it, my Aunt Kath about it, because, again, like, she was the one who first got me into golf, and then Tiger kind of, like, like solidified it for me, but I was like, I, I, I freaking won a medal. I placed top five in a tournament, and just that confidence started to build a little bit more. I was never, you know, varsity level, anything like that. No, wasn't. But I, I, you know, I was like, okay, things are starting to click, you know, and won a couple more medals that year. Timber Ridge up in in Lakeland, I remember, and. And it was just, it was like a, it was a turning point. And then, you know, May of that year, we were doing a tournament at, at T-High, and that's when I got my hole-in-one. 
was was during a round there. Hole three. Elevated green. Couldn't see it go in. Heard somebody from the next tee box yell it. So, you know, junior year, finished up, won a couple, won a few medals, had the hole in one. I'm feeling pretty darn good. Senior year, it kind of kicked back in, got a little better. I remember I actually won a tournament. It was at tee high again. Remember I won that one. I think I still have the the leaderboard from that, you know. And it was just, I'm feeling good, you know, confident. Again, wasn't varsity level or anything like that. Um, but it just, after my senior year, I remember kind of thinking, looking back at it, I'm like looking at those, you know, freshman and sophomore years and, and to be real, it stunk. Like, you know, you I maybe played like one little tournament the first two years, one each year. And it was like a kind of an overflow tournament sort of thing. And, you know, I'm just like, what the hell happened? I thought I was decent and then nothing there. And looking back to where I was at the end of senior year, and I kind of credit Coach V uh, to, like, kind of breaking everything down and building it back up. Um, And I just, you know, I tried a little bit. at you know, I went to a two-year college to begin my college career, UWBC. Played a little golf over there for them. And I was just, like throughout high school and all oh, I was addicted to golf man I was watching Tiger US Opens Beth Page Black I remember watching almost like every single round obviously the Masters and such um but I was like that was the Tiger posters in my room I had a Tiger Woods bobblehead in my school locker Spanish class Spanish class one year I changed my name from Orlando to Tigrero I mean, I was addicted to golf and then, you know, a little bit uh, there at college. But then I I don't know if I just got burned out or decided to take up another interest, which was uh, beer league slow pitch softball. Okay. So I did that. I started to pick that up. And that was like, you know, kind of I, I, I took a long hiatus, a very, very, very long hiatus from the golfing world. I, we're talking like phew, 19 to probably almost like about 10 years or so, close to 10 years. If it's not 10 years, it's close to 10 years. And it sucks because now, you know, the last few years, like I loved where my swing was at senior year in high school. I loved it. And I remember that summer uh, before college, probably the best round I've ever played in my life. It was my first golf outing. And it was with me and three of my other buddies. We're just 18 years old, right? Uh, but it was an outing for a friend of theirs who had passed away. And, you know, night before, we're just hanging out at my buddy Sean's house. And I couldn't sleep. It was, I, we pulled an all-nighter. And I'm like, what the, we're just going to suck. going to suck at this thing. You know, I can't get sleep. Up all night. It was the best round of my life. I was hitting putts. At that point in time, my driver, I mean, I was so confident my driver it was just a couple years before that, I would just leave the driver in the bag. I was too scared to hit that thing. My slice was so bad. It was so bad. It was like a boomerang. The ball was coming back. But at that point, my driver, I was so confident in that thing. There was a certain hole on Black River. Anybody who's played it, you know, it's like a blind, slight dog leg to the, to the left uh, there. Would it be one, two, three, four, I think? I remember I'd cut that corner. I'd just take out the driver and just... You know, shellack the crap out of that thing. Next hole, 
was tattooing it down the fairway, and I'm like, why couldn't I hit the driver when I was in high school? You know, I'm loving this. I'm loving my game right now. This is freaking awesome. And the best round, I was hitting putts. You know, I was I was confident in that round. That was the best round of my life. I played 18 holes. It took forever because that outing had eight people per hole. We're talking two groups of four per hole, so it took forever. But that is my most memorable round because it's one of the best rounds I've ever played. And I know as a team we shot under par. I would love to have known what I would have shot personally. I just I, – it was in the zone that day. And I just – now I think back to moments like that, and it frustrates me that I took so much time off from playing golf because now when I go out there, I can't find my swing. You know, it's like it's like the movie Legend of Bagger Vance. Um, you know, where where, where Will Smith says we got to find your swing. I, I feel like my swing is it's gone, and I can't find it. And I would do anything to find it from when I was eighteen, nineteen years old. You know, not not necessarily you know distance or anything like that. Just the it was smooth. I didn't have a, you know, fast swing. I was just more of a, it was just a constant motion. It was smooth. I didn't, you know, a lot of first-time golfers or early golfers, they'll sit up there and try to whack it as hard as they can. That wasn't me. Unless I was feeling good with a driver, and then I would. But I was so confident that I had control on that thing that I was going to hit it very well. Irons, eight irons, nine irons, those were my jams. I loved hitting those. Seven irons, and it was just smooth. I just... It frustrates me I took that much time off because I I firmly believe the reason I took that or, you know, me taking that much time off is why I can't find that swing anymore. And I'm trying, but, again, I would love to would love to do a lot more golf. It's just it's an expensive sport. It really is. But, you know, so after slow pitch softball started to kind of get, you know, I, I wanted to stop playing that. Just I wasn't enjoying it anymore and. You know, got back, started picking up golf more and started to get really back into it a lot more. Now I'm, I kind of have that same, I wouldn't say it's the same fire as I did in, in high school where I just loved playing it and loved being on the course, but it's there. I, I, I love being on the course and I want to do it more and I want to get out there more and that sort of thing too. So I just, damn, I wish I could get that swing back from 18, 19 years old. So, but, and then here we are just doing some outings and, and all that fun stuff. So I, I hope that kind of answer. I, you know, a couple people had sent me messages like, "Hey, how'd you get in golf, or what was your best round ever, or something like that." So I hope I kind of combined everything there. And and uh, well, if I bored y'all, my apologies there. So anybody wants to go golfing, though, I'm always up for for a quick nine or eighteen or something like that. So, but hey, I appreciate you listening to my little golf story. If you're not subscribing, you know, here comes the spiel. First of all. I want to hear some more Q&As. So you can hit me up on Twitter or on Facebook, question and answers. Twitter's at D-A-N-K-A-S-P-E-R, facebook.com, slash Casper Sports. Otherwise, you can leave a voice message. That uh, that link's on the podcast uh, description on, on your favorite podcasting platform like Spotify or, or Apple. The link to leave a voice message is on there. It's really simple, so you can get on there. Or again, like I said, you can hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. And don't forget, if you wouldn't mind subscribing or following, uh, subscribing or following uh, the the Man Cave podcast on your favorite podcasting platforms, and don't forget to give it a five star review too, so other people can find the pod. But big thanks to Hi V and Toys and Ford for being sponsors of this uh, for this podcast. 
And until next time, thanks for stopping by the Man Cave. And I'm Dan Casper. We'll talk to you again soon.